I'm Jacqueline Shepherd, and you're listening to Taking the Leap. LEAP is an acronym and it stands for Listen, Equip, Action and Patience. And the conversations in this series are based around this concept. I chat to people who have turned their passions into a profession, some who have stepped way outside of their comfort zone, but ultimately they've all taken the leap. creatives or simply as a person that dares to live through their imagination and when you really look at that as a concept that's all of us nothing in tomorrow is guaranteed we might plan hope and dream but all of that comes from an initial place of imagination so for anyone that has planned hoped or dreamed at some point you're likely to have found yourself stuck whether it's a mental block on navigating your next steps a physical block between yourself and your goal, be it a lack of training, access or funding, we've all encountered these moments. Now, encountering a moment like this myself, I decided to look inward and to look back, the result of which is this special bonus track or micro episode, let's call it. So over the next few minutes, I'll highlight parts of three conversations that talk about barriers but not just what these individuals faced, but how they overcame them. First up, Krissa Amwar. Krissa is the founder of Amwar Designs that creates handmade textiles and print designs for the home. And just a small thing, she recently worked on the stunning Janet Jackson Allure cover shoot. Anyway, in this clip, Krissa beautifully outlines how some of the barriers we encounter can take shape but how, as women in particular, we're often able to navigate them. Again, doing my master's, somehow I made it work. Like, don't ask me how. And if you'd asked me to, like, plan it previously, I wouldn't have known. So sometimes there is a degree of being brave enough to take calculated risks that if you really want to do it and you're supposed to be doing it, you'll somehow find a way to make it work. Yeah. I mean, we see especially women doing that all the time, mm. isn't it? Women give birth, have children, go to work and are still running a house. Or, mm-hmm. And you're looking from the outside going, how the hell is she doing yeah. that? But she finds a way to make it happen. And Dr. Hannah Campling is an example of exactly what Chrissa was just describing. Here, Hannah explains the barriers she faced when she started exploring the possibility of a career in medicine, despite having no higher education at the time. A lot of them didn't reply to start with. Um, The ones that did, um, half of them said I would need to go and get A-levels. So I'd need science A-levels, grade A and probably maths as Mm -hmm. well. And then a few of the other ones um, were a bit more open and said, you know, we do take graduates. So an option could be doing an alternative degree first Mm -hmm. or looking into a different way of applying. So I started to find out, I thought A-levels, okay, fine, I'll I'll do some science A-levels. But actually doing science A-levels as an adult is incredibly difficult because Mm -hmm. a lot of the courses are during the day and I had kids to look after and my husband was working and... Mm you know so I had to do something that I could do in the evening Mm. or do from home and you can't do eight levels from home there's no no scope for that so I was getting very frustrated but then I um thought about the open university 
So I looked into the Open University and I have to say it's fantastic. Anyone who doesn't know about the Open University should and wants to do a degree or just study anything should look it up. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. You can pick and choose your modules. You can go at your own pace and they're so supportive. You can do it all from home and just go in for your exams. Or if you want to, you can go to weekly study groups or you can do it online so yeah, it's, it's incredible. Um, so I started my degree with Open University, mm-hmm. part-time, just doing it from home with the kids. Halfway through the degree, I had my son. Yeah, I remember studying and writing an essay whilst I was in hospital with oh, him. bless you. Wow. <laughs> and the midwives laughing. Um, and But I did it, and I enjoyed it, and I did well. How long did it take you to do? I think it was about four and a half years mm-hmm. or five years. Um, and then in, the, in that last year, I then started applying for medical schools. Wow, what a woman. Listening to this next conversation again really got me. It's with Andrea Gordon, who at the time was the Global Head of Communications at Travelex. And I will state for the record that Andrea was not describing her place of work. Anyway, not only did she have to deal with the mental barriers and challenges that everyone faces when climbing the ladder, particularly the corporate ladder, she experienced some really blatant prejudice when simply trying to enter the room to do her job. But in previous roles, um, it's been a very old boys network. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time I went in for um, to present on behalf of the comms team um, our plan and also to increase our budget. And um, I walked into the boardroom and the door got shut in my face. Mm. And, um, and, I, and I had to knock on the door again. And then one of the board directors was like, yes, can I help you? And I was like, oh, um, I'm here to present um, this, this presentation, blah, blah, and all this. And then he was like, oh, God, okay, fine, we'll come in then. And what was really sad, it was like, there was about six of the people in that room, all men. Mm. And not one of them was like, oh, actually, that tone was a little bit off. And then they all sat there and they were like, mm, some, you know, were agreeing, some weren't. And mm-hmm. uh, um, then they started asking me all these questions, like really sort of petty uh, questions that I knew that if uh, a, a white counterpart had been in place mm-hmm. of me, they would not have um, asked those questions. And I kind, wow. of felt, I kind of felt like, I was like, you don't even know what the answer is for yeah. this, for this. So I don't know why you're pressing me so hard on this. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I put, I, yeah, I really like equipped myself and prepared yeah. and was like, you know, if I get any of these difficult questions, this is how I'm going to answer it. And then I kind of walked out of the room and I just felt so exhausted. What was Bless like you. a 15 minute presentation? Yeah. I was just like, oh my goodness, this, this is absolutely crazy. But then I realised, actually, that's what I have to do all the time. Yeah. God, it's unbelievable. And still, it's actually so believable. Anyway, we move. And as Maya Angelou would say, and still we rise. So here's Hannah tuning into that healthy inner voice and in turn aligning with the signs pointing her towards her goal. And it can be the same for you. I think it's just to really listen to yourself. And if there's something that you want to do and you're thinking in your situation, there's no way that I can do this because of this, this and this. It's actually just listening to the thing that you want and trying to ignore those other things and and listening to that kind of goal or that dream and and finding other things to listen to that link with that and reinforce that. So then 
by listening to what I thought I wanted to do then I started to listen more to my friends whereas mm-hmm. if I'd been listening just to the barriers I probably wouldn't have picked up on what they'd said and finally some more words from Chrissa it's great if you can take a moment to be honest with yourself and reflect on what skills you have because everyone has a skill set mm. and how you can utilize them to sort of fulfill your vision dream or purpose however you want to call it and I think what I will emphasize is because this journey has been very ch- challenging to say the least and at times it's been incredibly lonely mm. and overwhelming and the key to is to acknowledge that um, to then say to give to allow yourself to wallow in that sometimes and to sort of say actually no but I can do it because lesser people when I say lesser people people with who've put in less work are you know you've got to believe in yourself I've seen people that I wouldn't say were blessed with the strongest skill set but pushing their way forward and making mm. strides because of that conviction mm-hmm. in themselves um, I think that's really important. Yeah. Um, I recently um, was lucky enough to sit in the audience with Michelle Obama and yes. Chimamanda Adichie. Yeah. And I remember um, Chimamanda asking her, you know, one of her friends said, yeah, but how is Mrs. Obama still becoming? She has become. Mm. And she was like, oh, no, we never stop becoming. Mm. And if you've been able to read her book and something that I took away from that, in every moment there was a part of her that felt like she was winging it. Not to say, not to undermine her hard work and um, her capability, but she had moments of doubt in her whole journey. Mm. And I think we all do that, but we're scared to share that or it looks weak if you say, actually, there are times when not quite sure what the next step is. Mm. And But I think the key is to sort of take a step back to be patient to listen to yourself Mm. maybe seek counsel from people around you who may be able to have that objective perspective and then just keep going Mm. and I have to say this to myself I don't know about you but I really needed to hear that and if you did too well you're welcome Uh, what barriers have you faced when you took the leap I'd love to hear about how you overcame them you can get in touch my details are in the description and the full episodes with Chrissa, Andrea and Hannah are all available wherever you're listening to this you can also follow me at Jax Sheps on all socials J-A-X-X-S-H-E-P-S Taking the Leap is created produced and edited by me with music from Pixabay. See you next time.